This is Havila Cunnington, and this is the Havila Cunnington Podcast. Today, I want to tackle a question that I hear a lot. I hear this so often, and the question is, how can I grow in hearing God's voice? How can I grow in hearing God's voice for my life, for my future, for the dreams and the plans that He has for me? How can I be aware of those more? How do I know that I'm hearing God? And this is a series we've been doing, which is learning about hearing God's voice for our life. And I'm teaching you on this. So if you're jumping into this podcast, you're going to want to go back to last week because we hit on some of this topic as well um, on hearing God's voice. And we put together this little quiz about hearing God's voice that we threw up on our Instagram and well, really all of our social media. And 17,000 of you have taken this test, which is exciting. But it also shows me that we're really curious about this. We're, we're really even maybe concerned. A lot of your feed, the people, like the ones, the comments that you guys have posted have really been directed to a real desire, but also a real fear that we're going to miss God's voice. We're going to miss His leading in our life. So today, I want to help you. That's my passion. I want to show you a little bit about how to hear God's voice and how to grow in God's voice for your life. Now, it's very important. I want you to lean in. I know that sounds funny on a podcast, but I want you to lean into this truth because this is going to revolutionize the way you think about hearing God's voice. And that is the first part of understanding how God hears and how He speaks, I should say, to our lives is that you hear God's voice distinctly and differently than almost everyone around you. I want to say everyone, but we all have met that one friend where it feels like we're, we're twinning on everything, right? <laughs> but honestly, you hear God completely differently than those around you, and you have a very distinct way that you hear Him and how He speaks to you. You know, no one else has your humor. No one else holds your heart like you do. No one else sees life and has had your experiences like you do. And so God has no problem pushing through all of those barriers or even the creative dynamics of our lives. And He knows how to get right to us and speak to us. So the first thing I want you to understand is that each of us have been created to hear God's voice differently, and we are called to steward our gift by discovering how He communicates with us individually. The moment we start to see that God speaks to us individually is the moment we begin to honor our differences, that we are different. I can't help but think of my four boys. I'm a mom of four kids, four boys, four sons. It is wild around here. It's like, I always say this, and only moms with boys understand this, it is wildly fun and it is wildly disgusting all at the same time. And there are things that if I told you right now what happens in our house, you would be praying harder for my family than I pray. But you know, ultimately with my four boys, they're all raised by the same parents. They have the same mom and dad. They're in the same environment. They eat similar, similar foods, if not the same foods. They watch the same TV shows. They have all they've all ridden the same bike. It's been passed down for four kids. Their lives are very similar. 
but how they hear me is completely different. Why? It's not that my voice is completely changing. It's the way that they see life, this way they filter my voice. And I think that's true for God. I think it's the way we filter his voice is unique than those around us. So stewarding that voice is very important in our lives. So the first truth, I feel like I've said this a thousand times, but uh, if you were sitting with me and you were my child, I'd grab your little face and say, look at me, look in my eyes, because I'd want to say this, God doesn't hide from us. Hearing his voice isn't something we need to strive for. It's not something that we're trying to figure out and maybe one day we'll be good enough or more spiritual enough or educated enough to get his voice. No, 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 no. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 6, that we are to acknowledge God in all of our ways and he will direct our path, which means hearing his voice for our life is the fruit of relationship. If you want a relationship with God and you're trying to have one, guess what? His voice is going to be right there and you don't have to worry. You're not going to miss it. In fact, he, he wants to speak to us. He's so passionate about us hearing his voice. So finding time to hear and nurture his, his voice in our life, that's hard. I'm a really busy person. I'm sure you're busy too. I got things. I got soccer practice every single week, every single day of the week. I have four soccer games on a Saturday. I have two organizations that I run. I'm doing podcasting. I'm videoing. I'm writing books. I'm also making most of the dinners in my house. I'm the only one that really cooks around here. I'm thinking about holidays and birthdays. I'm thinking about how to nurture my own relationship with my husband and my family. I'm busy. So nurturing God's voice in my life takes intentionality. I don't know about you, but that's really real for me. I got to actually think about how am I going to add space to hear God's voice? James 1.22 says, don't just merely listen to the word, so deceiving yourself, but do what it says. Now, I've said this before, but I really think this is important. The word do in the Bible, when it talks about doing the word, it actually holds in the Greek the meaning of creativity. So it means when we, not just hearing the word of God, but doing the word of God, means that we can creatively find ways to get the word in us. For me, it's podcasts. It's listening to the Bible audibly. It's listening to a really like killer message. And I love it. When I listen to it, I feel God. I hear God differently than maybe the way that my mom or dad would have read the word in silence or quiet, or they might've gone to a certain type of church. And I go, yeah, that's great. That speaks to you. But for me, this is it. Sometimes it's it's singing theology. There's a, there's a worship song that Man, this, the album Starlight just came out with Bethel Music. We happen to be on that tour this fall, Lisa Bevere and I. And every time Amanda would sing the Starlight song, I, it was like the whole room would get into this hush. And they would bring all the lights down and the music would play. And she'd begin to sing the song. And it was like God walked in this room. And it didn't matter what venue we were at or who was in the room. Every time she would sing it, oh, I can feel it right now. You could feel God. And guess what? I'm playing that song right now nonstop in my house as I'm making lunches, as I'm kicking the dog outside, as I'm pulling my life together. I feel his presence on that song and I'm just basking in it. So find what speaks to you and listen. So I'm taking way too long to get to my main point today, (laughs) which is... um, 
when we relate to hearing God's voice um, and we try to figure out how God is speaking to us and how we grow in it, one of the best ways we can do that is learn the filter by which we hear God. Now, I think that there's we're not just maybe chained to these four filters, but these filters that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about are filters that will at least help you in your journey to hearing God. Because I'm not talking to those of you that are leading an entire prophetic ministry and you are a prophet and you're super clear on how God speaks. That's not really what this who this podcast is directed towards. It's not really who I'm really teaching today. I want to teach those that are overwhelmed with the thought of God speaking to them. They don't even know how He speaks to them. They're not even sure if God is saying this to them. And they may know how to hear God for everybody else, but when it comes to themselves, they feel discouraged. They feel overwhelmed. Or maybe maybe they don't even know where to start. How do I start hearing God's voice? It's kind of been a place of shame, not a place of power, not a place of clarity, but a place of, of feeling inept or uneducated. So I want to teach them how to do that. And if that's you, I want to teach you. So here's the four filters that I really want you to think about today. And that is, some of you are hearers. And my hearers are the ones that hear the words of God. You seem to have a direct line to God and an uncanny ability to hear God's voice amidst the noise of your everyday life. You're the ones that are going to say, I heard God. And then God said, and then God spoke that's you. You're really unique. That's special. And not everybody has that. You're my journalers. You like to write down play by play of what God's saying. You're some of my favorite people because I think it's very common that this is how we've heard God in the past. And it's so direct, so direct that it brings peace immediately to the room or to the listener. Then I have my feelers. Now, my feelers are those that experience the emotions of God. They connect deeply with God in His, in His emotions, and you catch moments that most people would miss. You often are given a gift of intercession that goes alongside of that feeling because, well, you seem to be interrupted, and it seems to kind of take you to places that you least expect. So intercession is a place of relief for my feelers. It's a place of getting back to joy. I love my feelers. You're some of my favorite people to have a prayer or worship moment with because you, well, you just feel God. Then I have my seers. My seers are the ones that see in pictures. You're my dreamers. You're my visionaries. You're the ones that once you see it, oh my gosh, nothing can stop you. You're instantaneously filled with faith. You are the ones that um, you think in terms of possibilities. You uh, are hope and hungry visionaries who are filled with faith when you see pictures from the Lord and that sustains you. You are the ones that build the orphanages. You're the ones that build the movements. You're the ones that write the books that change culture. You're the ones that write the songs that we sing and you see it and it's beautiful and I love it. Don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season you will reap if you faint not, the Bible says. And then lastly, I have my knowers and my knowers you are the ones that know the mind of Christ. It's like you just have an instinctive, intuitive sense that this is what God is saying. You hear him through no, you, you hear him through knowledgeable experiences. It's like you have a light bulb moment of intuition, and then you often see the full picture before others. And you don't need much more. In fact, emotions and hearing and 
seeing can somewhat be distracting to you because they've been positioned as spiritual things and knowing things or even having an intuitive sense can almost seem like you lack spirituality, but it's not true. You are the ones that through habit and through ritual, you have heard God's voice and he has been faithful to you and you just know it. You were use phrases like, I think, and I know, and we should, and that is powerful. You're the ones that you don't need much. You just, once you get it, that's all you need. You're the centurion in the Bible. If God said it, it's as good as done. So when we understand that we're uniquely wired to hear God's voice, it enables us to grow in our gifting and enables us to hear God more clearly. It gives us confidence to listen to his leading and direction. And the Holy Spirit wants to keep you. He wants to speak to you and keep you hearing his voice. He loves to communicate with you. He loves to speak to you. Now we threw this quiz um, on our social media. And like I said, over 16,000 of you have taken this quiz. And I'm one of those, I like a little stats. So if this helps you, Uh, We kind of broke this down as much as we could. So out of all the 16, I think almost 17,000 of you have taken this test and you're like, what test? How do I take the quiz? I want to take the quiz. It's in my show notes. Don't worry. Click on my show notes and the quiz is right there and you can find it out in a matter of about 20 questions. You'll find out exactly what you are, but there's 69% of you are feelers. So this is so crazy because... If this really is true, which it seems to be true, 59% of you in our faith communities have been told that you're over-emotional, have felt that maybe you're going crazy, you've misunderstood something, you are, you're the ones that are feeling God in the room, and 59% of you are probably our intercessors. You're the ones that have a real gift to lead in the moves of God in the Spirit, and you have been disconnected, and we want to get you connected back to stewarding that feeling. Nine, 9% of the room are knowers. You are the ones that probably are the 9% that are looking around the room going, oh my goodness, am I missing something? Because I'm just knowing that God's with me, and I know that this is where I'm going, and I know this is the one I'm supposed to marry. And so you must, you're the 9% that are, you're watching, you're watching the room. 15% are my hearers. 15% of the ones that are journaling and uh, you know, wanting to tell people this is what God is saying. You're the ones that are giving the prophetic words, probably corporately, you're the hearers. And then 17% are our seers. So you're the visionaries. You're the ones that are, are, wow, once you see it, it's as good as done. So this just explains that, you know, you might be married to a seer and a visionary, but gosh, don't be, don't be weirded out by that or overwhelmed by that. You, there's not a high percentage, you know, of people that are in that position. So relax, 17% are there. So here, I guess what I want to say is this. If you want to take the quiz, I put it in my show notes, take the quiz, find out. Not only that, if you want to know more about that, well, I've added a free class. It's about a 25-minute class that you can take that I talk more about this concept I like to call prophetic personalities. Is that a biblical term? No. Is prophetic? Yes. Um, Personalities? No. I've just kind of coined the phrase to help you understand what I mean. And that is their filters, the filters in which we hear God's voice for our lives. So take a listen, take the test, take the quiz, 
and listen to the class. Now, some of you, you're like, wow, I've never thought of it like this. I've never even considered. I'm that feeler. What do I do now? Well, I think you should consider taking the course with me. You should consider taking the course because the course is a special course. It is not a free course. It is an investment. You're, you're going to have to invest, yes, but the investment will teach you. We take an entire course, like entire session on each personality. So we dissect the strengths of the personality. We dissect the weaknesses. We talk about working with that type of personality. We also talk about growing the gift of that filter in your life. So if you think, you know, I want to know more about this, this is, you need to consider the course. Now, if you already know how you hear God's voice, you're already teaching people, you're already really clear, or maybe you don't have an interest. You think, you know what, I'm not even sure that I even have an interest in this. I think I'm pretty good on that. Then don't take the course. This course is not for you. Another person this course is not for is for someone who's looking for a intensive theological unpacking of the scripture to talk about hearing God's voice in a way that um, uncovers arguments or maybe even theological disagreements. That is not this course. Please don't take this course for that purpose. You'll be very disappointed. This course is for those that feel overwhelmed with the topic. Um, Maybe they know a little, but they want to know more. Or it's those that also don't know where to start. They know they hear God, or maybe they don't. They know other people hear God, but they don't know where to start. They're confused. They're like, I don't know. I feel like it's scary. Okay, so my mandate, I'm not good at a lot of things. You guys have followed my podcast for a while. I'm not good at a lot of things. I'm never going to be good at budgeting <laughs> your, your books. I can't take your books and teach you finance. I'm not going to be good at the grammatical stuff. Like if you are looking for someone who dots every I and crosses every T, that's not going to be me. Um, but if you're looking for someone who uncomplicates, seemingly complicated spiritual thoughts, that is me. Hang out with me. I'll teach you what I know and I'll help you get to the next place in your spiritual life. So if you're looking for someone to uncomplicate the idea of hearing God's voice, take the course. It'll change your life. It'll change your perspective and it will help you. Some of you teach groups on how to hear God's voice. Get the group course and teach your community, teach your church about hearing God's voice. It will change their life. I guarantee it. And the way I know that is because we launched this course about six months ago and we've been able to see the results of what this has done in people's lives. So we know it's a proven concept. It's a proven um, idea. It's not something we're just throwing out there. We know this works and we're confident that when fear goes away, when you are educated, when you actually ground yourself in the word of God, faith comes, confidence comes. And this shouldn't be anything that we're confused about. This should be something that we are confident in. So I hope that helps you. Again, we're kind of journeying in this idea of hearing God's voice. I'm going to take one. I think I'm going to take one more week and talk about hearing God's voice and dive a little bit more into this concept. But I'm so glad. Don't forget, everything's in the show notes. You won't miss a thing, as well as you can go to havilacunnington.com or Truth the Table, any of my sites. It'll give you this stuff. The quiz is free. The class is completely free. So jump in. See if it's something you're interested in. If not, no worries. There's other things we're throwing out at you. 
I'm so glad. I'm always honored when you give me a few minutes of your day. I know that everybody wants some of it. <laughs> I'm honored to have it. Uh, you can find me most days um, at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any of those. And uh, other than that, I'm going to go and enjoy spring break with my kiddos. Have a great day.